Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This hour, San Francisco's miserable failure of a homelessness program. But first, we take you to the San Francisco City Council. Hello, my name is John Elliott. I live in District 1 in the Outer Richmond and I'd like to sing a song on behalf of the dwindling community of musicians in San Francisco and the 50% of San Franciscans who rent their homes and do not own a car. Keep it car free so the kids can play. Car free to scoot and skate and ride. Car free so we all can have a place to safely move outside. Car free for a hundred years. Car free for a hundred more. For you and me, for them and they. So everyone can get from A to B. From JFK to the Great Highway, keep it car free. From JFK to the Great Highway, keep it car free. On your feet. Thank you. Thank you, Dreamer Halfwit with no grasp of reality. Next. (laughs) People are going to drive cars. Next. (laughs) Wow. So... Speaking of La La Land, this uh, should relate to you uh, next time you're 
Wherever you are, they're going to come up with a government program to fix the ills of your city. They regularly fail government programs regularly, but I'm sure I'm sure in in uh, in total, more often than not, they fail. But you almost never hear the results of any government program because nobody follows up on them. Thank goodness the San Francisco Chronicle followed up on a very expensive homeless program. You know, sorry to to slow you down, but yeah, the question of is this program working is almost never even asked. Right. Right. But keep voting for bigger government. The headline from the San Francisco Chronicle, and seriously, if I was wearing a hat, I would tip it to them. San Francisco spent millions of dollars. I always like to throw in millions of your dollars or millions of taxpayer dollars, just in case you forget where that money comes from. Because a lot of people don't know where that com- money comes from. Uh, idiotically enough. money. Right. San Francisco spent millions of dollars to shelter its most vulnerable residents in dilapidated hotels. The results are disastrous. It was a $160 million program and one of those deals where they're going to put homeless people in a 70 single room occupancy hotels. And we've heard about these mostly around the West Coast where they spend just obscene like you hear the numbers and think, how could it possibly cost that much to house one human being? And uh, and it rarely works. And the results are not very, very good. So we'll go through some of the findings. HSH, which is the Homelessness Supporting Supportive Housing, that's the acronym for the whole thing says its goal is to provide some residents with enough stability to enter more independent housing okay sounds nice but of the 515 tenants tracked by the government after they left the permanent supportive housing in 2020 a quarter died while in the program exiting by passing away is what they call it in the official documents oh you die you 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 left the program <laughs> you exited by passing away from the program well, you really left everything, uh, including the program, except for your loved one's hearts. An additional 21% returned to homelessness. 27% left for an unknown destination. That means you just, like, haven't found them here or they're homeless somewhere else. We have no idea where they are. So what, what does that add up to? 21% are still homeless. 27% are homeless there or somewhere else and they can't find them. And you got a quarter that died. We're at, uh, I think, 72%. Yeah. Uh, so about a quarter found stable homes, mostly by moving in with friends or family or into another taxpayer-subsidized building. So either they went into a different taxpayer program to continue to have a home, or they moved in with friends or family, which was probably going to happen anyway. Which they could have done previous to the expensive hotel thing. Yeah, yeah, so there's not a single percentage of human beings there that were helped by the program that you can point to. At least 166 people fatally overdosed in the city-funded hotels in 2020 wow. and 2021. That's 14% of all confirmed overdose deaths in San Francisco, though the buildings only housed less than 1% of the city's population. Wow, so it seems like it's a program to get you to overdose on drugs. The, while That they, was their primary success. While they weren't very successful at getting people out of homelessness, they were very successful at getting you dead from overdose you know i've been trying to overdose and for years and years now and i just keep failing do you have a program to help me oh yes we do we'll get you into one of these horrifying flea mag motels at the taxpayer expense and that will quadruple your chances of being dead this is probably the headline but we've got more details that are fun since 2016 That's the year that San Francisco city leaders created the Department of Homelessness and Supportive Housing and started pumping in 
I think it's a billion dollars they've spent by now. It is a little more. Mm-hmm. The number of hum- homeless people in the city has increased by 56%. Yeah. So since they started spending the billion dollars, homeless people, it's increased by 56%. You couldn't. You you could hardly get that level of a result if you if that was your goal. If your goal had been trying to get as many homeless people as possible in the city, I don't think you'd have been as successful. Well, the homeless industrial complex would uh, answer, well, if we hadn't done all those things, it would have quadrupled. Only growing by 56% is a huge victory. On the other hand, I would argue a couple of things. Number one, it's primarily a drug problem. It's not a housing problem at all. You have tens of thousands of junkies and you're making it as easy as possible for them to remain junkies you'll note how many of your inmates die i'm sorry your your residents croak it from drugs you know what the chances of me overdosing on fentanyl are today zero zero because i don't do hard drugs well and we had the story a couple weeks back where they were interviewing people on the street in san francisco and making it clear that lots of the homeless people there aren't from san francisco so your programs attracted homeless people from other cities. That's all you've accomplished. That, that to me, that is like legitimately, even if I'm soft-hearted on the drug addict, uh, home, uh, junkie, bum problem, and I'm not, but even if I were, how do you solve the problem of if we offer more services, we draw more homeless from surrounding cities? I don't Please. know how you get through that problem. You're putting out cat food every day behind your building. What do you think the result of that is going to be? Here's some of the other stories that the San Francisco Chronicle found about this gazillion-dollar taxpayer program that ended up with more homeless people and lots of people dying from drug overdoses, and it doesn't look like helped really anybody. Residents have threatened to kill staff members, chased them with metal pipes, and lit fires inside their rooms, incident reports show. At one hotel on 6th Street, a tenant was hospitalized after a neighbor for a second time streamed bug spray into their eyes, public records show. Uh, that's not good for you. It keeps the bugs away, but it's not good for your sight. Last May, less than a mile away in a different hotel, a resident slashed another tenant's face with a knife, leaving a trail of blood out of the building. Much of the instability stems from a small group of tenants who do not receive the support they need, it says here. All right. Uh, what support would that be? You know, I'm looking at uh, some of the comments that the mayor's office made on this report and others, and uh, a couple of things, fairly predictable. Number one, the homeless industrial complex is saying, yes, this is proof we need much, much more money, way more. This cheap solution, getting people into hotel rooms, look at the results, we need way more money. The second thing is, and, and London Breed, who's the... The uh, mayor of, of San Francisco is an interesting person. She and I disagree on a whole lot of things. Uh, she does have a vein of honesty that uh, many progressive politicians don't. Um, and I'm a little disappointed. The Chronicle grilled her about, hey, you hire and pay huge amounts of money to these, uh, I would you know, call them members of the homeless industrial complex, these so-called charitable organizations and, and, and uh, you know, uh, implementing organizations for the programs. And then there's never any accountability. They get a stack of money. Then the people croak. Or they, they flee and they never get any housing and it's despicable and it just uh, people are attacked and spraying bug spray into each other's eyes, etc. And there's never any accountability. But that's just government writ large. And it just, you know, I've said this before, I'll say it again, grew up in Chicagoland, became very, very familiar with the idea of you announce a grand scheme, you 
You you tax the people, you get a giant slush fund, you hand out the money to your cronies. Your cronies then make sure all their peeps get to the polls and vote for you again. It is an absolute scam. And in various causes, civil rights is one. Not that that's not a legitimate cause, but that's a frequent, uh, you know, uh, color of this scam, a frequent, uh, you know, sort of the scam. The homeless industrial complex is this incredible opportunity to run that scam because you point to the bums and junkies and the poor sad folks with their puppy and their stolen bike there in the junkie camps and and Mr. and Mrs. Halfwood America or Progressive America or Unrealistic Unicorn Riding America they see that and they say oh my god that is the big problem that is such a big problem yes we should pay uh, we should spend enormous amounts of tax money to to solve that problem and the scam gets richer God, I, I, I it's, it's, the, the, talking about this is making me want to go to the next city council meeting and say uh, how are you going to solve this problem? The more programs you have, clearly it attracts more homeless people from other areas. Is that well, our goal? Because would I, just shout, no, that's not true. That's absolutely not true. We did a study. Well, do you think it is the goal of some of the people? If some, I wonder if some of the people have decided, yeah, I, I, I want to live in a city where we bring us your homeless. We're the city that will take care of the homeless. Because I feel like the state of California has done that since half the homeless in the entire country are in California. And then particular areas like Los Angeles and San Francisco have said it. And we in particular are willing to take on the burden of homelessness. Bring them here. I think if you said that out loud, even your voters in San Francisco would say, "And yeah, no, nah, I'm not signing up for that. Yeah, I don't think they believe that. I just think they have an enormous blind spot. They've been, you know, they'll cite some single study out of San Diego State or something that shows that, no, uh, generous homeless programs don't attract more bums and junkies. And then they'll just lean on that, even though I guarantee you, and I made that study up, by the way, no offense to San Diego State. Um <laughs> They will lean on that study, and they will deny in the face of all evidence that that is clearly true. You lay out more food, you get more cats. Wow, that is really incredible. Once again, good on you, San Francisco Chronicle, for digging into that and telling people what the results of their hard-earned money. Thanks for taking my money, asshole. That's exactly right. Amen to that, sister. There's a Hunter Biden update. Elon Musk has commented on some of Twitter's decisions in the past to give you an idea which way he's leaning on things. Oh, and outrage is growing in major cities of China. They're tired of being in COVID jail. Cool. All on the way. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The liberal freakout over this is so <laughs> revealing because basically Elon Musk, first of all, Elon Musk is not a conservative. I interviewed him at the AI World Forum about his, he's a guy who's sending people to Mars and drinking and smoking weed and like, you know, do it, building electric cars. And he, all he has said is two things. I believe in free speech and I, and I want, and I want us to have transparency. I want to put the algorithm out there so people can see how these decisions are getting made. And the fact that they're opposed to that, what does that mean? That they're against transparency and for censorship? Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know. I don't know how you nail down Elon Musk's uh, politics. They're not as clear cut as some are pretending. He is a guy so worried about climate change. He wanted to build an electric car company. 
He is a guy so worried that we're going to destroy the planet. He wants us to get us to Mars to colonize it. Those aren't like your normal conservative talking points, either one of those things. Um, yesterday, he did say, though, that it was completely inappropriate for Twitter to censor the New York Post story about the Hunter Biden laptop. So that gives you some indication. But that is not a pro-Trump movement. That's a, you got to allow legitimate news stories. You can't just decide this is too close to an election and dangerous. I'm not going to allow it. That's crazy. Right, right. That's just becoming an activist, which is fine. But then admit that's what you are. I just came across this Sarah Westwood writing for The Examiner. We used to have her on all the time. She's great. But six ways Elon Musk's Twitter overhaul could fail. And I won't hit all of them, but a couple of them that are a serious problem is um, what um, what ultimately doomed Parler, which was an attempt to be a, you know, a, a different Twitter, was you couldn't get the app. The platforms that host the apps wouldn't allow Parler on because they were too dangerous. And Sarah Westwood says if... Apple particularly, because so many people have iPhones and buy their apps in the Apple store. If Apple and Google and others decide Twitter's too dangerous now and don't allow you to get the app there, that could doom Twitter. Although I think everybody already has the Twitter app. Maybe you'd need to update it to the new Twitter app when Elon is. I don't know. But that is the power that, for instance, just Amazon and Google could have. If they don't think Twitter should be part of our conversation and don't allow it on the platform, it would be really hard to overcome that. I don't think that would happen. It's an interesting thing to, to noodle through. I didn't think it would happen with Parler, but it did. And just kind of with a yawn was the response. Yeah, they're probably dangerous, so better not have that. Well, I think Parler went with an anything goes idea, and there was some stuff that I think everybody would find horrific on there. And she also points out the employee resistance. He is taking over a company that is run by you know 99% way lefties that... They're okay with censoring one side, so we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, I read some interesting analysis, too, about, uh, and most analysis of this has been just dumb and over-emotional, but uh, they pointed out a, a handful of things. Elon Musk is uh, is tied rather closely to communist China. What if they don't like something? Yeah. How does he react to that? That's a serious problem. He's going to have to think that one over. He has ginormous contracts. Uh, with government entities through SpaceX and uh, the Boring Company, where he's doing the Hyperloop and, and building, digging tunnels and that sort of thing. What if a politician who controls the purse strings to a, a $3.5 billion program uh, says, hey, 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 you got to start filtering that stuff. I, that, that just going to put him in a hell of a spot. You're right. I, but that just reminded me, I was listening to a great uh, podcast with some smart people yesterday talking about the difference between Elon as a world's richest man and the last half dozen richest people we've had all of those people bill gates jeff bezos warren buffett they really cared what harvard thought they really cared what the the elite of the left university crowd thought and that's why bill gates you know he was getting beaten up by some sort of evil titan of tech and blah 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 that's when he went on the whole i'm gonna cure malaria rant and all that sort of stuff and they've elon doesn't care what anybody thinks he never i don't think he spends a second thinking about what any crowd thinks which is good in the modern era mostly uh, on the other hand, if, if I think, hey, you're getting too cozy with the Chinese Communist Party, yeah. I would like him to care what I think. Oh, yeah. I'll turn on him in a second if he starts uh, kowtowing to China, for instance. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. I'll tell you what, I'm not upset about it, and I'm not terribly excited about it either. I'll just wait and see, like most normal humans. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Tell me whether or not this is significant. I think it's pretty significant. We have breaking news, breaking news. Have the fanfare ready, Michael. Wow. Dr. Fauci has declared the COVID-19 pandemic over. It's, um, I can't remember what he represents. Fauci. Fauci. I represent science. I think this, oh, right. I think this is significant. 
be it's been over for me for a long time and most of you listening but i am so over covid dr fauci saying today that the pandemic is over coronavirus there's nobody left defending that point of view of any note right Yes, I, I, it's much more significant uh, sociologically yeah, oh, yeah, for yeah, the yeah. COVID cultist uh, folks. Yeah, that's what I mean. Politically. Is, yeah. Politically. Yeah, that's some sort of scientific significance. No, Joe Biden has the has free reign to, you know, do all kinds of things around COVID if Dr. Fauci declares it over. It's hard to imagine a more flawed, inconsistent, hypocritical, misguided godhead than Anthony Fauci. But he is a godhead for a lot of the COVID cultists. And so, yeah, if he pronounces from on high, he's descended from Mount Olympus or Mount Ararat or wherever Moses came from. <laughs> I should know that. I should remember. I think it was, was it Mount Ararat. That's where they found the Ark, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Wrong Mount. Uh, Mount Vesuvius. No, that's not it either. Anyway, uh, Dr. Fauci Mount Rushmore. Is, was Moses on Mount Rushmore? That's think. right. That's right. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> Fauci is descended from Mount Rushmore with the tablets in his hands, uh, announcing that uh, he, 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 uh, he has declared the COVID over. So, yeah, again, I didn't need that. I think it's mostly amusing. Uh, Hail Fauci! Hail Fauci! Now, I don't have a single F to give for what Fauci has declared, but some people do. So, yeah, that's significant. There you go. That that was absolutely donkey-worthy and fanfare-worthy. I rubber-stamped your decision. <laughs> I just got two booster shots yesterday. Oh, man! Yeah. One in each arm just to be safe. Well, listen, COVID isn't over as a disease that will be with us all of our lives and may or may not, depending, because the... the 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 uh, the evolution of viruses is a field I know very little about, but I know enough to know. Sometimes vi- viruses stay around for a very long time; they become part of life for the rest of your life. Sometimes they just kind of go away, and nobody's quite sure why. But COVID will probably, for the foreseeable future, second people a little or a lot. Old people, people with underlying health problems, will continue dying of it for the rest of our days. You sicken me. But that doesn't mean uh, I'm obsessing over it, because I have a life in some perspective. Anyway, switching gears completely now, working the China desk. China's COVID lockdown is uh, testing the limits of the Chinese state's propaganda. Found this coverage. Pandemic ain't over for China. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, which, you know, if we had hours and hours and hours to talk about this and, and expert guests, we could talk about the places that uh, that ran crackdowns of various severity, including the blue states and cities of the United States, some of which are still trying it. And And the one argument they have is that we postponed the big surge until... Uh, vaccines and medical care and the rest of it was at a better place. You know, people like me and you would argue, yeah, at what cost? When are you going to be honest about the enormous costs? But China has gone hardcore on the, we're either going to stop it from really spreading at all, or we're going to postpone it so much that it's not a big deal strategy. And Chairman Xi himself has, has it's called zero COVID. And Chairman Xi himself has, has uh, tied his very legitimacy to this idea. 
But after Shanghai and now Beijing have locked down nearly completely, or parts of it have anyway, uh, over the COVID lockdowns or over the zero COVID policy, the outrage is growing. And all sorts of stories in the New York Times about uh, the authorities saying, look, 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 nobody panic. There are not going to be any food shortages. If there are lockdowns, we're going to give you plenty of notice. And then people rush to the grocery stores. There's no food. And the next day, everybody's locked down and chained to their uh, to their apartment, etc. But social media is getting more and more outspoken, more uh, blatantly disrespectful of the Chinese authorities, uh, pushed against the triumphalist narrative of the COVID response. Um, widespread. Uh, oh, the. Uh, I'm sorry, they're fighting back against the widespread heavy-handed lockdowns. Um, it's clever what they've done. There was a video that went crazy viral in China, many, many millions of downloads, of shots of the skyline of Shanghai. But the audio was the anguished voices of people of that city talking about the horrors of the lockdown. I'm out of food. I can't get my grandfather into the hospital. All my food is rotten, that sort of thing. I need medicine. I need medicine or I'm going to die. That's the soundtrack. Well, the Chinese authorities have uh, banned that. And so the people have found very clever ways to uh, keep that going around. They will post it upside down. So it's not noticed by the algorithms or whatever. Or in my favorite one, they had that video playing on a TV in a SpongeBob SquarePants cartoon in which I think it's Mr. Krabs is watching TV in the back room of the Krusty Krab. But what's showing on the TV is that video of the anguish in Shanghai. But the sensors don't pick up on it for whatever mm. reason. So they're, they're getting around it. Um, and, you know, there are a bunch of different examples in the New York Times that are pretty, pretty significant. They show more and more outrage and more and more open expression of that outrage. Um, and I got, uh, oh, here's one before I get to my, my, uh, why it's not quite as cool as it seems part. Uh, don't let me forget that. Um, when a hashtag attacking the United States human rights record began began trending on Chinese trending on Chinese social media, um, the the Chinese government essentially was trying to blame uh, the U.S. for uh, the COVID for uh, through a variety of reasons. But then there was this hashtag complaining about U.S. human rights. Uh, some repurposed it as a way to complain about China, listing off recent problems and sarcastically attributing them to America. The film titled La La Land was censored after some online users uh, used it to allude to a moment when a foreign ministry spokesman told foreign journalists they should be happy to live in China because they benefited from Chinese COVID controls, etc., etc. But here's where I ruin the fun. Um, Tiananmen Square was a gigantic, open expression of outrage and desire for freedom. Tens of thousands of people during a time when the government was more reform-minded, and they just went ahead and slaughtered them all. So, you know, I'd like to think this is going to push the Chinese in the direction of reform. Is it conceivable Xi Jinping gets booted out of power, loses his heft or something like that? I suppose so, but it's tough to be optimistic about China. So, Any uh, thoughts, Jack, before a quick word from our good friends at Simply Safe Home Security? No, I was just going to say, we have to get to later in the show, some audio and video and text came out of the Alec Baldwin shooting that poor woman story. And we haven't heard them yet. I haven't heard them yet. I've just seen the headlines. Um, the reaction there on the set after that woman was shot 
was a little odd, but I don't know how I'd react if something like that happened either. Anyway, we'll get to that later. So uh, we love Simply Safe Home Security. Uh, both the people and the technology and everything it, uh, declared over and over again the best home security system you can have. Not only will it detect randos on your porch and alert you to them no matter where you are or uh, the, alert the monitoring service to a break-in or a fire or something like that. They even deal with stuff like flooding. Yeah, so you had this Terry. She went to her daughter's wedding and the Simply Safe monitoring system monitored that there was a leak in the basement. I didn't even know Simply Safe did that. You know, you leave for several days with a leak in your basement, you come back, you have got a serious problem. Thankfully, Simply Safe had detected the water just moments after the leaking had started. She got a hold of a neighbor who turned off the water and man saved all kinds of damage. Maybe you don't have a basement. That's fine. Simply Safe has all sorts of capabilities, and you can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Go today, claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with the fabulous interactive monitoring. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Oh, don't forget about that wireless outdoor camera. It's great. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Um, I don't. Oh, we need. You know what we need to do? We need to introduce a Karen medal to. The oh folks. yeah, yeah. We've got to get that. Light the going. hell up. We've for a minute. absolutely got to get that going. Because I haven't heard it yet. You say it's fantastic. It's good. It's really good. Don't oversell stuff. How many times have I begged you? I know about it. You don't. Don't. It will change your life forever. Christianity pales. In comparison to our next fit, no, no, it's very so, good. It's amusing. So get people to stick around by saying, got something coming up. It's, uh, you know. Yeah, P.T. Barnum. You're right. So I stand corrected. It's better than getting a sharp stick in the eye. <laughs> this way to the egress. You're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> it's coming up next. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. The Armstrong and Getty Show. remember heavy metal guitarist and composer Andre Antunas from this delightful video we played several months ago. Who, uh, as a an alleged musician, is unbelievably talented. I mean, just he's another level. And so he uh, he takes viral videos and turns them into metal songs, right? Rants of various sorts. Well, he's out apparently with an edition of uh, what uh, he or somebody characterizes as Karen metal. <laughs> Women freaking out in public, screeching at themselves or others or what have you. Okay, so like I wasn't completely following. So that was the guy at the city council meeting or whatever, and he just put music. The San Diego city council meeting, the Hale Fauci guy, yeah. He just put the music to the guy at the city council meeting. So this is music to Karen's? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And what's interesting, just from a musical point of view, is he doesn't like remix them so they fall on the beats. He takes their rhythm. And plays along with it, no matter how random it is. And you have no idea how hard that is. I can't even imagine. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, let's see. Here are some of his new ones. This one, this one is some progressive gal screeching into her cell phone and posted a video. I can't even remember about what, but number eleven, Michael. Michael, before people have a fatal heart attack, that was the chick who was screaming that Republicans are the people we were warned about through history, and we're going to cause slavery and the rest of it. They're it's taking a democracy. Progressive it lunatic. sounds like it was designed to be a song when he plays behind it. I know. This guy's ability is just shocking to me. Uh, let's do one more just for fun, at least. This is, you probably saw this. 
Woman freaks out in a Victoria's Secret white gal, smacks a black gal who's taping this with her phone. And uh, and and the black girl's like, "What's the matter with you? You just hit me! What's the?" And the white gal crouches and has this weird emotional just collapse. Okay, <laughs> it's really it's really kind of sad, but this is what it sounds like. Uh, uh, clip twelve, set to heavy metal. I'm sorry, thirteen, set to heavy metal music. Oh God, no! Uh, it's you! It's no. you! Ah ah ah! Now you are. When you see these with the accompanying videos, because the video is the original video is part of the video at armstrongandgetty.com. We have them all collected for you. Nice link there. Uh, when you see them with the actual screeching females, it's uh, it's hard to explain why it's so entertainment. I know we got several more. Um, I had tears in my eyes. Awesome. And we have those at armstrongandgetty.com. We do indeed. Fantastic. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of popular culture, according to this headline, a resurfaced Steve Martin sketch has the internet seeing red. I, I hope don't, I don't Steve even, Martin claps back. I don't even click on these things anymore. Yeah, I know. I know. I just saw the, this uh, one. A Madonna's Zodiac sign unveils the Queen of Pop's power. I want actually... No, no it doesn't. I want no, actually the government to keep track of who clicks on that one. And uh, I, I, wa- I want them to not get any of my tax money. The Steve Martin story is actually semi-amusing okay. in that good, woke, snowflake sort of way that we're all familiar with. In 2017, the King Tut SNL sketch. Jeez, there's a good half-century <laughs> callback. Wow. <laughs> the sketch gained attention in the news when students at Reed College in Portland, Oregon, where else would it be but Portland? They demonstrated their outrage at a humanities professor who showed the video in class. The course, a required seminar for all first years, claimed to support a Socratic learning style and intellectual debate, but many people were offended by it. I can't it. get past the fact that their setup for explaining who Steve Martin is is the <laughs> King Tut sketch. Well, no, that's the sketch they're mad at. Right, but still, you would, I would think there'd be some, like, one of the what? best-known comedians in the history of America or something like that ought to be thrown into the story. Well, I may have skipped he's, he's that not, part. He's, I not, he's not a fringe character by any means. But Funky see, see that, doesn't, that doesn't matter. Wow, you... Funky Tut. This is cultural appropriation, at least. You're missing the point, Jack. You're missing the point. <laughs> cultural it doesn't, a cultural it doesn't, appropriation of ancient Egyptians. That's a good one. It doesn't matter if Steve Martin was on par with Pauly Shore, uh, Charlie Chaplin, or Abraham Lincoln. He is responsible for something that 21-year-olds in the year 2022 don't approve of. Gotcha. Therefore, he is the devil. For example, one student representative told The Atlantic, the gold face of the saxophone player leaving its tomb is an exhibition of blackface. I can't believe they showed it to us. Well, I'm, okay, I'm in the same spot I was yesterday on some stories. 
do they actually believe this? I mean, is this is this parody? I can't tell what's real anymore and what's not. This sounds like the Babylon ask, ask Peter. Ask Peter Bogosian, who got hounded out of his career, if they're serious, in Portland, at Portland State. There needs to be more... Uh, shut up, finish your homework. When people say stuff like that, that's, exactly. how far it, that's how far it should go. Exactly. In the 1950s, were we a little intolerant of opposing views in the United States? Yeah, I could see that argument being made. But as usual, we have veered way past the sweet spot now till we to the point that if somebody says that something that effing stupid, you can't say, be quiet and do your homework. Stop objecting to things that are obviously not serious in my class or I will fail you. Or you drop the class, you baby. Get out. The saxophone's player has gold face on, which is a manifestation of blackface. I learned that in a social class. Unbelievable. Funky tut. Mm, buried in his jammies. Uh, that's, that's right. <laughs> um, so the Ukrainians have just dismantled a, a statue that has been up for a long time along a river in Kiev. It was the Monument of People's Friendship, a statue representing Russian-Ukrainian friendship. And they've decided to take that statue down. Why? That's probably a good idea. I'm amazed that it's stayed over the last six weeks. We have an update on that whole story for you in a little bit. The tide has turned. If you haven't been paying attention in the last couple of days, the United States is now fully committed to being at war with Russia. We're just not saying it out loud. But that is clearly what is happening. And we can certainly reset the discussion of, are we in a proxy war? Absolutely not, say American authorities. Uh, if we aren't, what is a proxy war, says everybody else. I got a number of business headlines we ought to get to. You're, I'm going to have to learn about crypto, I think, whether I like it or not. Where they think inflation is headed and a whole bunch of other stuff. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.